Welcome to the Silicon Valley Beat, a police podcast about law enforcement life in the heart of Silicon Valley. We've already said where we're from. Sharing stories, interviewing guests, answering questions, and pulling the curtain back one show at a time. Okay, okay, let's get on with it. Matthew 911, what is the address of the emergency? I felt very isolated and very alone because I didn't know anybody who had personally gone through it. We're as human as everybody else. Just because we wear a uniform doesn't mean that we are any different. If you think about everyone you know, cancer has impacted someone or multiple people in that group. It does not discriminate, it does not care about your career, your family, or you. But there is hope. Our guest on this episode of the Silicon Valley Beat is community service officer and cancer survivor, Jody Pierce. Jody initiated the Pink Patch Project here at the Mountain View Police Department and talks about what the patch means and even more, finding your why in the fight. After listening to this episode or any of our episodes, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please reach out to us on any of our social media channels. If you like what you hear, the greatest compliment you can give us is to rate the show highly on iTunes. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Silicon Valley Beat. This is Katie, and I'm here with Lieutenant, I almost didn't say your rank, Lieutenant Saul <laughs> Jager. Uh, and we have a very empowering uh, episode today, I think, which is timed well with uh, the onset of October. And we also have a very special guest today. Everybody, please welcome Jody. This is your turn to talk. <laughs> the look of surprise on her face. I wish you guys could see that. She was like, wait, me? Yeah. Like Hi. earlier, I, you know, it's, it's, there a, go. It's, it's a podcast, not a video. <laughs> and action. Yeah. But yes, uh, Jody here is a good friend of both of ours. And uh, she's a big uh, a big proponent of a and really the founder of um, – the Pink Patch Project here at Mountain View PD. And so since October is Pink October, we decided to bring you on and talk about the patch a little bit and um, what it means to the department and how it's so much more than just its color, right? Correct. So, um, but before we get into that, Saul, since I've been talking way too much, I'll cease mm. and desist shortly. I do want to go through a uh, quick hit trivia with you guys that we... Um, that we were researching today for the podcast. Always a good time. Okay. Uh, this is from the city of hope, uh, website, which is a hospital dedicated entirely to the treatment of, uh, various cancers from infant all the way up to the elderly. Um, since the pink patches, uh, was initially associated with breast cancer. My quick hit trivia for you guys is how many types of breast cancer are there? Hmm. Um, what's your answer, Jody? Because then I'll just do plus one from what you said. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, I already know, so it's two. That's correct. You oh. can't do a plus one. Then that I, would be wrong. Then I, well, you never asked me. I'll say two. <laughs> Excellent. Definitely, definitely two. Yes. Yeah, and two. breast two. cancer doesn't just impact women. Men can also get it. So uh, very important that I think we all are aware of that and get tested. And mm -hmm. um and yeah, so why don't we move forward? Actually, instead of focusing on quick hit trivia, why don't we do a little bit of behind, or sorry, yeah. spilling the tea. This is the spilling the tea session. Well, well actually, why don't, section, we, why don't we do session. this? Before, <laughs> before we go too far, Jody Pierce, 
community service officer with the city of Mountain View. Welcome. Rockstar. Thank you. Rockstar. And I don't know how anything would ever get done without you here, to be honest with you. Absolutely Even though true. you said, I think, a total of two words since we've hit record. Well, you guys talk she a lot, three. so I think we're good. Okay, there's, okay, there's five. Um, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you all. for the invitation. Of course. And um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Like how long? You've been here for how long? I've been with the city for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I've been a CSO for 23. All right. And nice. what do you do? Whatever I'm told to do. Oh, God. This is why you're such a good employee. <laughs> Uh, kidding. What do you really do? No, um, literally, I think she does everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm assigned to the Neighborhood and Event Services Unit. Okay. Uh, so part of the unit handles the RV and uh, RV dwelling situation within the city, as well as the unstably housed individuals. And then my component is to address uh, crime prevention and security as well as any events that are going on for outreach in the city and inside the department. And so all of the neighborhood events and things like that, you're coordinating all of that. You're showing up at those. Correct. You're presenting at those. Correct. Art uh, and wine, a la carte. National uh, night out is National all you. National night out. Cop yeah. or the cop. Um, although you're the connection for that one there, Katie. <laughs> I just drink a whole lot of coffee. It's a and, problem. It helps. And also, um, want to, just to give people an idea, because that's NAS, that's your current assignments, but you've also done a lot of things here as well over the past two decades plus a few years. That makes me really old, but thank you. Yes. <laughs> I just want to point that out. She doesn't out, look a day over 30. Can you're we older just than, be honest? <laughs> older than me. No, I'm no? not. <laughs> oh, darn it. Okay. Anyway, um, so what have you done? Tell us a little bit about your uh, your history. Um, I was, I started as a police assistant. I was a reserve police officer. I was assigned to investigations where I did, uh, identity theft and financial crimes. I was in patrol for various amount of time throughout all of the years. Uh, I am currently on the hostage or crisis negotiations team. You've been uh, on it so long. It used to be the hostage It used to be, team. yep. <laughs> Um, the peer support team, I coordinate the chaplain program and I'm, um, assistant team leader of the, uh, crime scene investigations. Can we get a round of applause? That was yeah. like, Dang. here's my resume. Standing Boom. slow clap, clap yes. right? Standing slow clap. Yes. Standing <laughs> like ovation for Jody. Clap. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. we absolutely okay. can incorporate that. We'll give you something. So anyway, but so thank you. This is a, this is a bit of a a topic that is you know that's that's more serious than some of our other ones, and so I just wanted to make sure we introduced you all the way first before we kind of get too deep into this. So it's also you. one that's kind of near and dear to her heart too, which is True. why it's important that she's here. Well, and I think interestingly too, before we even started, when we were um, just kind of talking and getting everything set up, you know, everybody in this room, cancer has touched directly in some way, mm-hmm. right? And when you look around the room next, you know, people that you're with, your coworkers, your friends, your family, and these kind of things, it affects cancer in general affects a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's a very fair statement. Yeah, and we all have our, our stories of that and some more directly than others. So um, should we jump into the uh, spilling the tea yeah, section? Yeah, let's do it. Spilling the tea. Actually, tea <laughs> sounds great right now. I have hot chocolate. I know you do. It smells really good. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, okay. <laughs> Face is being made. Um, <laughs> Jody, question number one on our itinerary is about the Pink Patch Project here. So why did this all come about? 
Um, let's see. So the project itself was started in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, originally in 2013, SEAL Police de- SEAL Beach Police Department uh, ordered patches, wore the patches, and raised money for City of Hope. Um, a couple years after that, Irwindale PD uh, had um, presented it also to the L.A. County police chiefs where they were able to um, get other agencies in Southern California to participate. And they've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, most of the donations have gone to uh, City of Hope because that's major down there. Uh, but also they were able to kind of push out the the patch and the idea and so it's now across the United States as well as outside of the United States in various countries. And all of the proceeds are being donated to various cancer organizations. So after being diagnosed myself um, in 2015 and going through treatment in 2016, um, it kind of was a logical transition for me to incorporate um, something that had hit so hard being breast cancer and what what was such a major part of my life, which is law enforcement. So I figured that I could bring awareness to breast cancer and um, participate in a a program that was, that was growing and that was, you know, definitely getting the word across and um, being able to kind of spread spread the information and make awareness not so um, kind of hidden. Yeah, yeah so. it, it seems like when cancer hits a family or an individual, it always comes as a surprise. But the reality is, is that it does, like Saul, you were saying, it does impact everyone. And it takes a village, really, <laughs> to get through the treatment, not just with the individual. We The patient should never feel alone. Um, and I think one of the questions that we have, but I think this is a good kind of transition into it is how it's the pink patch is such a great conversation starter out on the street. Mm. Um, and how many people, it's not just about breast cancer that just because it's pink doesn't mean it's solely for breast cancer. Although so many of us have had family members who have been diagnosed. My grandmother's a survivor, Jody, you're a survivor and you're my extended family. But, um, what do you think that means to be able to have something like that, that kind of resonates throughout the community as a kind of a placeholder for there, we may be so different either with law enforcement or somebody in the community, but something so simple as a patch kind of bridges a gap there and starts something more. Well, I think pink is recognized as, um, you know, kind of a, the symbol for, or the color for breast cancer. Um, and it's, it's just kind of, it's, makes it easier to have that conversation. It's not the normal thing to see a police officer in a uniform in a blue or a tan uniform with this big pink patch or in some agencies in Southern California, they have pink badges and pink um, Mm -hmm. stripes for ranking. And I think that a person on the street who may be a little apprehensive to have a conversation with police officer is going to see that and it kind of opens up that um, line of communication in a, a more human form because the, you know, the officers wearing the patches, it's not a mandated thing. They do it because they want to. And they're usually driven by a personal reason, uh, whether it's inside their own department or family members or friends. Um, so I think it just it allows the, the public to be able to have that conversation. And it may just be as simple as why is your patch pink? 
um, and then lead into, you know, hey, I got this ticket or I have a question about a problem I have in my neighborhood or, you know, anything like that. And it just, right. it brings us to um, the, the, the kind of closer to the community to let them or remind people that we're as human as everybody else. Yeah. Just because we wear a uniform doesn't mean that we are any different. So it's another way to connect with our community in a way that's also personal. Correct. Similar to this podcast. Hey. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. There was something that you brought up, Jody, about um, how all of the funds go towards research. And I think that will shock people when they hear it because it's like, well, you must take a cut or something. And for us here at Mountain View PD, that's no, 100% of the funds go towards cancer research organizations or cancer support networks. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about how we picked the organizations that we did and why, you know, why they matter so much up here in the Bay Area specifically? Yeah, so um, I selected the first year after we uh, we were given permission for the patch itself. Uh, the police officer association provided me the funds to buy the patches. Everything that we raised um, went to Cancer Care Point in Silicon Valley. I chose them because not only did they help me personally, but they help anybody with any type of a cancer, whether they're in treatment, um, whether they're recently out of treatment and starting the um, the part of their life where they have to continue on um, kind of the new normal, mm -hmm. or if it's a caregiver or um, anybody else in the family who may be affected. It's not just for research. It's more something that goes towards those who are experiencing it. So there's programs, there's support groups, there's things as simple as um, meditation or nutrition, you know, post-cancer. So the organization um, gives back to the community directly and um, the last year we started uh, Fit to Fight with um, our now Vice Mayor, Margaret Abekoga, her and I, uh, with the Mountain View Firefighters Random Acts, um, we created this uh, Zumba and yoga event to be able to raise money for uh, both Cancer Care Point in Silicon Valley and Bay Area Cancer Connections. And so both of those organizations are directly here in the Bay Area. So all of the proceeds go to um, to those organizations to be able to help local as opposed to um, kind of giving to a, a maybe a solely um, research-based organization. We wanted to be able to help those who are affected by it directly, not just research. Love it. I really love that you've taken a, like a fighting stance against this, the whole thing, right? Instead of that's Jody. Sitting, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's so awesome just to see that. And then, and you know, not only, um, personally, but doing things that are reaching out like that, right? Like, mm -hmm. like talking to the vice mayor, getting, organizing these things, organizing things that are not just giving money for, you know, for things we may not see, right? They're, these, these things that you're doing have like a direct, um, I don't know, focus on, on what's happening. And so it's awesome just for you to, I don't know. I, 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 I like that. That's, that's really good. It's really amazing that, that you're, uh, you're taking that stance. It's admirable. It's very obvious that, you know, you've thought about it too. It's like, it's not just about the treatment period. You're also talking about everything else that is impacted right. when you're diagnosed. And that includes what happens to your family members and your friends and how to have those conversations or 
how to know that uh, there's something there for them if they're having a struggle with it. And a lot of people don't talk about that. And so um, I think that's a very unique way to give back to the community and think about ways to raise funds for that where you have a, a, a symbol of what you stand for and how you are a part of the fight as well. But also the monetary side of it is, and I'm willing to be able to put money towards that so that we can all come together and either find a cure or find a better way to take care of each other or whatever. And and even, you know, it shows it's the ability to sh- have the police department show support as well. Even if you aren't ne- necessarily affected directly, we get to show outwardly a support for that. So very nice. Do you, do you have, um, is there any, uh, any information about how people can, get a hand on these patches if As, people want to buy them can they purchase? oh i was like get a hand on it that <laughs> that. um yeah so the patches can be purchased at the police department records unit uh while they're open seven days a week 7 a.m to 7 p.m or um i can be emailed directly at mvpd pink patch at mountainview.gov and we'll post that in the oh yeah that'll okay. be linked um and they're 10 bucks now oh yes they're ten dollars forgot that part so easy peasy one bill mm-hmm. and Every cent goes towards helping. Which and if you're in a, you know, awesome. if you're a local business and you want to buy several for your employees, we we can make that happen as well. Absolutely, for yeah. The, show you show can, your love, show your support. Why not? <laughs> they can be uh, purchased for ten dollars each, or um, ten dollars for a hundred each. Right? Doesn't matter how many you buy. Wait, what was that now? <laughs> <laughs> A hundred for <laughs> like, math. Jody's like, mm, that that does not work out. That no, that math did what I'm saying work. is, uh, business owners, there's no quantity discount. They're ten dollars <laughs> each. <laughs> but if you want to support the uh, the project, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. So good, good. Okay. Do you have any other questions? Why don't you keep going? Okay. I know you've got a couple. Well, I had I had that one for sure. Okay. So I wanted to find out, but. Um, we talked about where they're raised. I'm trying to stick with our script, right? Because I know you're, you're so very, very, good. you know. I, I, look, I'm all about just having script. a conversation here. You're the one who's like, when you're not lying. <laughs> well, you want to you do the, the behind the curtain Sure. Portion? So we'll go behind the curtain now, Jody. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right, we're now behind the curtain. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, for, for you personally, what do you, what do you like most about the Besides the the managing of the project itself, what for you? What does it what does it mean? And what is what do you like most about it? Um, that wasn't one of my questions. I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> um, um, I think I think it's it's very personal to me because the timing of everything um, and it connected again two major things in my life. Um, this. This department and law enforcement in general has been such a a huge part of my life. I've spent more than half of my life here. (laughs) Don't want to give away how old I am, but um, (laughs) and and I think that being able to combine two very important things, um, law enforcement is a is obviously a major um, is is a major thing. It's it's needed in it's needed in the world, and it's very near and dear to my heart. And then being affected by directly by cancer, it was a way that I could, you know, bring it together, Um, kind of a a bit of my why. Um, Anybody who's experienced cancer directly would understand what that means. But you kind of search for the why you get chosen to be that survivor and and Mm -hmm. move on. And, And so that was definitely part of my why was to be able to bring more. So what, 
advice would you give to somebody who maybe just found out? Talk about it. Tell people. Um, don't try and hold it in. Um, breast cancer in itself is is difficult to talk about because of what body part is affected. Um, and so having that conversation may be very awkward, but it's it's really important to be able to talk about it um, and let people know so that you have that support system. And you have to be your own advocate with your doctor. You can't oh, I love that. rely on anybody else to do it. You can't rely on the doctor to do what is going to be right for you because you, you are the only person who knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to get second opinions and you need to do some research because there are very um, – there are lots of different ways that treatment can be provided and things that you can do, whether it's very invasive or not very invasive. It's really a, it's a very personal choice and, and you're the only person who can do that. And that's really with any type of cancer, not just breast cancer. Um, if you don't advocate for yourself, nobody else is. And then there's early detection. That's like, that's the biggest thing. Talk about that a little bit. Um, Breast cancer is one that can very easily be diagnosed. It can be found. Um, and it's a matter of, you know, finding it, figuring out what it is and, and getting on top of it, not just waiting. Um, it's, it, it can be, it's very survivable. It's a it, very, very survivable. And it's, it's something that you have to, you have to check, you have to be on it. Um, they say, you know, on the first of the month check, mm-hmm. you know, but if you have it in your family, you should be, you know, having tests prior to the what the doctors say is the magical age of 40. You really need to have it done sooner than that. And you were um, diagnosed before you were 40, correct? I was 40. You were 40. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, – I think a lot of people when they hear cancer – and it is. It's a very scary word and mm-hmm. it's a very scary experience. Um, but what you're saying about being your own advocate and um, – finding your tribe essentially with not just for yourself being an advocate, but a group of people who are going to advocate on your behalf as well. Um, that's huge because you can very quickly isolate. And I think that that's um, just reminding folks that yes, it's scary, but look how many people are going to be essentially your army, mm-hmm. um, including yourself being strong of self is huge in this. And that can be difficult, but I love that that's kind of what all of this encompasses. Our bodies do amazing things and will get us through amazing feats. And that, even though it sucked, um, that's that's the nicest way of putting it, um, it was still a matter of once I was done with the treatment, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And that was the hardest thing. And that's when Cancer Care Point was there to be able to show, to to provide support groups because I didn't realize that I wasn't the only one who was experiencing things. Yeah. I felt very isolated and very alone because I didn't know anybody who had personally gone through it. Um, until you did. Until I did. Exactly. And so finding the tribe, that's perfectly said. Yeah. Yes. What would you, what advice would you offer to friends and family of somebody going through this, of how they can best support somebody? It's more than just pink. Um, yes, pink signifies, you know, October breast cancer month, but it's not, it's not a matter of ironically saying this, it's not a matter of just throwing money at it. 
um, step up to the plate, be there for people, even if it's a matter of taking them some soup or taking them their favorite ice cream, going for a walk with them. Um, it's, it's actually being there for them. If you're far away from them, then, you know, check in, um, because emotionally, you know, you go through a lot, whether you're physically in pain or not, uh, it's still a lot of stuff to process. And it's, it's a matter of stepping up and being there for, for people. It was amazing to hear, oh, well, if you need anything, let me know. Well, and when people you're, actually meaning it, right? Yes. People actually meaning it. But when you're in the thick of it, you you really want somebody to kind of just be there without you having to ask. Um, and if people don't know, then that won't happen. Mm-hmm. That's probably yeah, good like advice. That. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, well I, I have a question about um, sometimes when people see the pink patch, they ask, well, why can't it be um, green or blue or whatever? And explaining to them like that you said it's so much more than the pink Mm -hmm. but that this is such a personal project for you that's where it started Mm -hmm. how do how do we talk about it being more than the pink to our community as we go out with our patches and you know we celebrate pink october we celebrate the survivors we grieve with the families that have lost and we support those who are in the thick of it right now um, I think it's a matter of of recognizing that it is the way to start the conversation. Cancer is a six letter c word, and um, <laughs> I like that. It's very true. There's this huge stigma behind it, and it's it's something that people just kind of want to put in the closet and ignore, pretend it didn't happen, pretend the family members don't have it, or their friends, or they haven't lost people to it. Um, but it's something that has to be spoken about because without speaking about it. We can't, we can't prevent it. We, we want to ignore that it could possibly be because you have a family history of it. And it's not just breast cancer. It's any form of cancer. And being able to just have that conversation and let people know that this is okay to have this talk in public if that's what you want or, um, I mean, on a podcast. <laughs> um, but any, you know, just to have that conversation because, because we are human and we're, we're all – potentially could get some form of cancer um, or yeah. multiple forms of cancer. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pink. Um, there are patches, our agencies out there that have created other color pa- um, patches for various types of diseases um, or um, reasons behind it, whether it's autism. Um, there's a pride patch out of San Francisco. There's ways to basically bring these things that people don't usually want to talk about to the forefront and have those conversations. And in such an easy way to do it. Too. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, I know several people in the department, myself included, who have given patches to people in our families who are currently battling cancer. And guess what? They're not battling breast cancer, but mm-hmm. they're battling other forms of cancer. And to, I, Watching them receive it and know that that's a symbol for my understanding on some level of what they're going through, but even more so that I am standing there with them as they go on this journey. That's um, that's a pretty uh, big deal for them because it's. I think it's just one more person hearing them and seeing them and understanding that I've got somebody else willing to be there with me. And like you said, a lot of times that's all they need to hear. Yeah, it's definitely more than just the pink. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, Jody, for taking the time and fighting. It means a lot. 
Yes, it does. And I'm glad you're here. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? So, like, seriously? I think, I think at the end of the day, I mean, just to <clears throat> kind of some stuff, some some of this up. What was that? Some, some of it, <laughs> some, whatever, you know what I mean? I, I think at the end of the day, really, uh, you know, we talked about being there for people supporting, right. And not just throwing money. That's a, that's a great comment, right. Yes. Actually being there, taking the time, um, and you know, early detection and getting tests of how important that is to, to kind of jump on these things early and, mm-hmm. and fast and aggressively, um, and quite honestly fight like hell. Right when you, when you do it, um, so if uh, if people are um, if people are uh, wanting to buy patches, we have them available. Like you said, we'll link that we on, the, on the web on the website when we Absolutely. post the stuff. And uh, all right, disclaimer time. Go for it. You ready? I'm ready. So uh, if you're in an emergency, please dial nine one one. If you're not in a non if you're in a non emergency, <laughs> Saul's having trouble talking right now. It's a rough day. <laughs> If you're uh, if you're not in an emergency but you need police services, you can call our non-emergency number, which is six five zero nine zero three six three four four. Clearly, we do this with no script. This part, so it's ingrained um, in the brain. Yeah, but if you are in a position where you think you might want to dial nine one one, but you think maybe it's not an emergency and you don't want to bother us and you're going back and forth in your mind and you're not sure, just dial 911. Do it. Just dial 911. We'll figure it out um, after the fact and we'll get you the help you need. Please poke your computers and visit us on our social media channels. Um, you can hit us up there at... On Facebook, Twitter, Nextdoor, Instagram, and Snapchat. But also, don't forget, give us a nice little rating on iTunes and let us know any topics that you may want us to cover. Or uh, if you have any questions about any particular podcast, reach out to us and we'll be happy to answer them. Thanks again, Jody. Yeah, thanks, Jody. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.